Greensboro, Tennessee. I trust that everyone, we did a repeat last week, the uh, uh, show from the week before, with uh, our county, Rutherford County property assessor, Rob Mitchell. And yes, I know the mic stand is in the way. I will adjust things as we do the opening so you can see my beautiful face. And uh, you can see the other lady that's there with me. I think Jackson's, Jackson's adjusting the cameras now. Miss Carolyn Cox is here. Hello, Carolyn. Hello, hello. Have you had? Hang on. He's got to turn your mic on. Turn her. Oh, she's on the wrong one. There we go. You got you there? me? I got you. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear? I can. Okay, all right. And we've got an extra surprise for you. Uh, coming to us from an undisclosed location, uh, because I don't know if she's locked up or what, but Judy Whitehill's with us. And uh, have you got her on, Jack? Judy, are you there? I am here. Uh, now, Judy, uh, I said you were at an undisclosed location. Now, uh, are you still in prison, or what? what's going on? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm on parole. Actually, oh, okay. I'm in Little Rock, Arkansas, visiting my son and his family. Oh, good. How are they doing? How's, how's the weather down there? Oh, it's cold. It's about 28 degrees. Well, we've we got little... uh, Jackson just knows us. I think we've got snow. Oh. And, uh, yeah, and uh, there was some ice coming out of the sky as I came in. And then Carolyn comes sliding in here. <laughs> Is it, was it snowing out there, Carolyn? Just a little. Just a little. But, you know, yesterday, was it yesterday? It was 78 degrees? 78 degrees, yes. So, you know, I don't know. I don't, just just go figure, you know. How are you, Judy? I'm doing great. How about you, Ed? I can't complain at all. I trust everyone's had good holidays, a good Christmas and all that, and good yeah. New Year's. We did, too. And uh, I'll tell you what, it was funny. I went by, uh, we live, wife and I live out South Church, as many of you know. And uh, I had to go out and run a couple errands last night, and I drove by the Kroger out there, and that parking lot was practically just wiped. There was no one there. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like everybody was really hung over from, so, you know, hey, that's enough, okay? You know, man, I'll be glad to get back to work. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, Judy, now when are you coming back? Oh, well, I'm going to drive back tomorrow. Okay, all right. And your family doing good, I guess. You have grandchildren out there and all that? Uh, yes, I have two granddaughters. My oldest granddaughter's four. She starts preschool tomorrow. So that was one of the reasons I oh came down God. here, just to see her on her first day of school. I'll be, and she's four? Four, yes. Four going on 30. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your son and daughter-in-law they'll 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 learn how to how to work with her on that. Okay, uh, I'll tell I you what. So. <laughs> you know, I've got a good lady here with me right here in studio, Carolyn, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk some things here, and uh, we're gonna get get this thing on the road. Jackson, if you would please kick us off. But for right now, my name is Edwin Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And that is a little step up her lip from ACDC for you. 
And this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. I'm your host, Ed Raymer. The show is produced at studios at WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And you can reach us tonight with your questions, comments, or ideas, or text. You can send it, and Jackson will read it over there if you don't want to go on the air. But you can send them to 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. Like I said, you can send... Uh, Jack's a text to that number. If you don't want to be heard live on the air, we certainly understand. Some of you may not want to. Now, you all know you can also listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com. That's WGNSRadio.com. And you can still watch us at Facebook Live uh, at Facebook at the Evan Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. And you can also download the WGNS app. Take WGNS with you wherever you go. Listen to whatever you like. Listen to Stephen Reynolds. He's got a great podcast on there. Angela Bingham is on here every Sunday at 6 with Simplicity. She does a great job. Many other shows have the morning show with Dalton and his dad, Brian, and and uh, John Dinkins is on with them. And then, of course, uh, John and Brian do all the prep sports here in the area. We are the flagship station for MC- MTSU Sports. So a lot going on. Miss Carolyn, how was Christmas? Christmas was good, and so was the weekend. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Alabama won again. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to. You're going? Okay. Now, when is the big game? Is it next Monday? Next Monday, yes. They do it on a Monday. It's going to be a repeat. You think it is? Of the SEC championship, absolutely. It's interesting having two SEC teams in this thing. I mean, it really is because Georgia is no... I mean, that's no cakewalk. I think Georgia's going to be ready, but you know what? Nick Saban's always ready. He ain't got to get ready. That is right. That's I'm right. telling you. Yeah, he he, he, he comes ready. All, they all will. Mm-hmm. You know, I love what uh, I heard someone say. He told his players uh, one year, I, he may do it every year, that they play for national championships, said, uh, you know, and in order to get their mindset right, because they are youngsters, mm-hmm. they are young people, and say, you know, you deserve to be here. You are entitled to nothing. In other words, you will earn everything you get on this field tonight. Absolutely. And that pretty well puts it in perspective, perspective for mm-hmm. you. So I thought, you know, he's a pretty good guy. You know, oh, yeah. I think he, I think he knows what he's doing. And uh, how many championships does he win? A six? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Every Saturday, if Alabama's playing, I know generally where this lady's going to be, probably somewhere around Tuscaloosa. You go somewhere. <laughs> if not there in, in, in physical form, definitely there in spirit. Okay, all right. Um, you know, we want to talk about it. Judy, you're still with us, aren't you? I'm here. Okay. Uh, I want to I want to throw something at you all. That uh, uh, according to Bloomberg News, I got this stat this week. You know, we've we've talked about all the the economy and Biden's doing good and. He's doing bad, and Vice President Harris, she's doing a lousy job. She's doing a great job. Okay, take a listen to this. Under Bloomberg News, uh, according to Bloomberg, under President Joe Biden, the United States economy has improved more in his first 12 months than any other president in the past 50 years. Were you aware of that, Carolyn? I was not aware. I knew we were doing good, but I didn't know we were doing that good. Judy, were you aware of that? Um, I'm happy to hear that, but I did not know that. Yeah. More in his first 12, this president's first 12 months uh, 
than any other president in the past 50 years. Folks, uh, that's, that's, that's swinging a pretty big bat right there. Absolutely. Judy, what say you? Uh, well, I think that's very impressive, especially considering all the hard times we've come through with the pandemic. I think right. that to, to know that our economy is doing well should encourage people because it's been a, a tough, you know, 24 months. Yes, it has. There's no doubt about it. You know, we all said last year, I was talking to some folks uh, the other night, you know, we were all so glad, boy, I'm so glad to see 2020 be gone. I feel double that over 2021. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really do. Yeah. I mean, it's been just, it's, it's, it's just been horrible. I mean, it really has. Jackson, do you need me? Okay, he's good. Uh, but uh, I thought that was an interesting uh, statistic. Right. You know. Uh, it is. That's pretty, uh, that, that's pretty big company that they're keeping there. So, and then, of course, we have uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is uh, openly advocating an end to American democracy. Can anyone figure this one out? Carolyn? <laughs> Everyone has their opinion. and Yes, this woman is a U.S. Congress, congresswoman, I, though. I, I understand that. And she, you know what? She is a congresswoman who was elected by folk that wanted her to be there and she's going to do what she's going to do and we have to make sure that everybody else continues to be sane and and work on the accord of what it is that we absolutely need you're going right. to have folk yeah. like that out there she's not the only one. Oh yeah you know yeah there's several in that little tribe that uh-huh. uh, you know there's one thing that i had said too for example about steve bannon and judy i'll ask you to chime in on this uh, it was said that Steve Bannon was worth somewhere in the area of $40 million, okay? Has been very successful. Uh, and it's no secret that he has stated an overthrow of government would be a good idea. Basically, that's what he's saying. Now, by the way, his fortune shrank to $20 million during the four years of his man being in there. But still, at $20 million, you don't have to worry about where your next meal is coming from. Why would you want to change anything in a country that's been so good to you? Judy? Well, you know, I I find it hard to understand that thinking. Right. Uh, So many people now who say they want to follow the Constitution in its uh, meaning and entirety, and yet some of their actions depict the extreme opposite. You know, I I think about our history of this country and how people came here because they wanted to get away from so much of the the problems that were there in England, so much of the conflict and people saying this is what you can do or what you have to do. So they came to the United States to start a more, to form a more perfect union where there could be freedom and equality and growth for everyone and that's what this country's been based on and yet some of the rhetoric that you hear goes against that so it's really confusing and hard to understand why they feel that way and why they advocate for that 
Right, and in a, in a, in a country that's been so good to yeah, exactly. But, but you also have to understand that there are those individuals who will pick and choose how they choose to interpret what that Constitution is as well. So, you know, while we want everything to be free and equitable right. and equal, right. sure. and that's supposed to be for all of us, yeah. there are those who choose to say or to think that that's not necessarily the case. It's, right. it's, it's for those individuals that they think that look like them. So right. They pick and choose how they want to interpret it and sure. how they want to go by implementing those those constitutional rights as well. Well, <coughs> y'all are going to have to excuse me. I've got a frog in my throat or something. But this mess that happened on January 6th, come on, man. I mean, I would not have dreamed ever. I didn't know you could get into the United States Capitol that easy. Right. I mean, to my knowledge, you had to have an appointment. You had to have, they would escort you in. I mean, you, I mean, I, I'd never seen anything like that. Yeah, and you know, I would have thought that something like that would have actually brought us more together. And uh, what we found in the aftermath is that there are still those individuals who were even in that room who had to be escorted out. Right. That are making excuses and dismissing. What actually saying it was like just any normal tourism, yeah, exactly. yeah, that one so guy did. There's something wrong with that too. So you know you have to kind of look at it as a whole and try right. to, and try to continue to do the very best and the most good for everybody sure. in spite of the silliness that goes on with that kind of thing. Right, and it is silliness. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I believe they're going to be talking to. Uh, is that for us? Yes. Okay, we're going to wait till after the break. We have a caller. It's going to wait. Judy Whitehill's with us. She's in Arkansas. Carolyn Cox is here with me. I'm Emily Raymond. Jackson's on the board. We're going to take our first series of breaks, and we'll be right back with you right after this. Stay with us, folks. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.boroughfamilylegal.com. That's Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. 
Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. And we are back. Judy, are you there? I'm here. Judy, you'll be glad to know the snow is sticking outside to the to the uh, windshields and and on the grass. <laughs> uh, it is <laughs> not good news if I'm driving tomorrow back home. Through well, I just want to let you know. Enjoy your drive back. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you may want to stay there with you with you with you folks for a little while longer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we have a caller on the line. I think it is Jeff. I believe uh, Jackson. If you put our caller on, please, if you can. Call, are you on? Which one's he on, Jack? Which line's he on? Jeff, are you there? Maybe he hung up. I don't know. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you, Jeff. Yeah, go ahead. I didn't know if you hear me or not. Well, I was going to say, you better not tell Sean Handley and Mark Marine. They'll probably come after you. You tell them about all this great economy stuff. You know, they, 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 they think Biden ain't got no brain, but the master. They think he's talking. They think he's talking to Gavin. He ain't got no brain and stuff. So you better not tell them all that stuff. That Biden, everything's good and everything. <coughs> Jeff, you had, did you have a good Christmas and holidays? Oh, yeah, it was pretty, yeah, it's pretty good. I had a good Christmas uh, and everything. And uh, I just want to tell the uh, ladies, the Bama fan there, uh, I know next week's the, uh, the championship game. Uh, last year, I don't know if she knew this or not, but last year the uh, TV ratings were the lowest uh, of all time for the playoffs. It might be even lower this year because Alabama and Georgia's in it. And nobody wants to see no SEC. <laughs> Uh-oh, yeah, here we right go. Now. It might not be. It may be even lower. It might, it might go in the negative. Take negative 25. It might go down there. But, uh, but Alabama has a great program. I, I'll give them credit. They, they say was a great coach and everything. And I'll give them credit. They do have, have a really good uh, football team. But the funniest thing during the football season, I don't know if you know it's Evan Lee, but a Texas A&M's coach, Fisher, they had a, at, at the media days in July, they, where they picked the team, you know, for the season, how they going to do. Well, Jimbo Fisher told Nick Saban, said, said I'm going to beat your blankety blank. On, during the season, yeah. on the football season, so uh, so Texas A and M beat them this year, and, and, and Saban when when, they, when he heard that in July, Saban Saban told the media, "What's he talking about golf?" So you know, but but, but Fisher beat him forty one thirty eight at Texas over. Right. So next Monday on the fine ball show, they have a calling show. People call right. in. Ball fine ball. There, there was there was a little golf card, a golf score. It, it, it had the twelfth man, which is what uh, Texas A and M is known for. They're saying twelfth man at the twelfth man forty one. Big Al thirty eight. 
<laughs> I like to say they. So, you know, Alabama ain't undefeated like the state they are. But they do have a good football team. I'll give them credit, credit for that. But I just want to tell her, too, a saving is 70 years old. Did you know that? So it's not, well, it won't be too much longer. He'll be retiring here pretty soon. So uh, he, they need to hurry up and get them a coach so they, they can find somebody to replace Saban. It'll be tough to, to uh, find that, just like when Bear Bryant uh, left. It's pretty tough to find one for him. But that, they do have a great football uh, argument. And yes. I'll hang up and listen, guys. I enjoy your show. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. And uh, Carolyn, if you put the revolver down now, I'd appreciate it. He, he, he said a mouthful, <laughs> but that's okay. They only need one viewer. That'll be me. Okay, all right. And I'm going to watch till he retires, and then we're oh, going yeah, we to yeah. keep watching because whoever replaces him is going to be just fine. I'll tell you what, uh, it's some mighty big shoes to fill. It is, it is. Uh, I remember when we went through that at Kentucky when Coach Adolph Rupp re- resigned. Mm-hmm. And a fellow named Joe B. Hall took over. And uh, the proof is in the pudding. He, yeah. he did. It, it's very tough walking in those guys' shoes, mm-hmm. whoever you are, because they expect the the best. Judy, wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. Now, I mean, now you coached where, Judy? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called the University of Sitting in a Chair Watching. Yeah. Yes. And look, and us sideline coaches do a fabulous job. Yes, you do. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, I don't know if you heard it or not, Judy. Jeff was giving Carolyn down the road pretty good. Yeah. I did. Uh, yeah, and uh, he's a brave man. And, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but you notice he does it over over us here at WGNS. He would dare not come up here and, and face her. <laughs> he makes me do all that with both y'all, you know. So, anyway. It's all love. It's okay. I'm telling you. Uh, I'm getting Jackson in here in just a minute. I've got something I want to play for you. I want you to hear this. We've had a lot of talk about this, um, you know, the uh, Supreme Court thing coming up, the arguments uh, the arguments from the attorneys uh, over this Mississippi abortion rule. Okay, Uh, we've got some arguments from some of the attorneys that were before the Supreme Court, and I want you to listen. I got this from Rachel Maddow. This is from her uh, December 1st, 2021, and then we'll talk on the other side. I'll ask from uh, Judy and Karen. I want to hear both your responses. Jax, go ahead and please listen to this. I think the other side would say that the core problem here is that the court this uh, is Justice Brett Kavanaugh. The position you're taking and by the, the cases to pick sides on uh, the most contentious social debate in American life and to do so in a situation where they say uh, that the Constitution is neutral on the question of abortion, the text in history, that the Constitution's neither pro-life nor pro-choice on the question of abortion, uh, and they would say, therefore, it should be left to the people, to the states, um, or, or to Congress. Uh, and I think they also then continue, because the Constitution is neutral, that this court should be scrupulously neutral on the question of abortion, neither pro-choice nor pro-life. But because they say the Constitution doesn't give us the authority, we should leave it to the states and we should be scrupulously neutral on the question. And that they are saying here, I think, that we should return to a position of neutrality uh, on that contentious social issue rather than continuing to pick sides 
on that issue. So I think that's at a big picture level their argument. I want to give you a chance to respond to that. Yes, a, a few points, if I may, Your Honor. First, of course, those very same arguments were made in Casey, and the court rejected them, saying that um, this philosophical disagreements can't be resolved in a way that a woman has no choice in the matter. And second, I don't think it would be a neutral position. The Constitution provides a guarantee of liberty. The court has interpreted that liberty to include the ability to make decisions related to child childbearing, marriage, and family. Women have an equal right to liberty under the Constitution, Your Honor, and if they're not able to make Make this decision. If states can take control of women's bodies and force them to endure months of pregnancy and childbirth, then they will never have equal status under the Constitution. If women are not. Thank you. Judy, how do you feel about that? Well, I certainly agree with the uh, female attorney right. as she was responding to his comments about liberties. That's uh, exactly right. Right on point. From my perspective. Exactly. And Carolyn? I agree. Now that is a brilliant legal mind at work for you. Right. And I mean, I'd never heard it put that way. And when I listened to that, I said, man, we've got a good one on our side here, at least, or well, at least you ladies do. Okay. Yeah. But uh, the liberty uh, of, you know, having the, the dignity of being a human being, of being a woman with carrying a child for nine months and all that. And Judy, I think you said it best. You know, if, if one man ever had a baby, we'd never have to worry about talking about this ever again. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly. That's true. I've said you know. that for many years. Right. right. I agree. You know, and, uh, you know, and while we're at it, you know, why don't we just go ahead and take away y'all's right to vote too while they're at it? I mean, are we going back to what, 1937 or what, is that what we want to go back to? Well, when you when you take a look at the individuals who did draft the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, uh, it was a single gender. You didn't have yes, any women representation or voice. That's right. And that continued up until women got the right to vote in the early 1900s. Right. When did women get the right to vote? I forget. Um, well, I think it was in 19... 19- 21 because we just celebrated the that's centennial right. that's of the right. right to there you go right yes yes you're exactly right i forgot all about that yeah i i just don't i there's certain things you know i called carolyn up here tonight for that reason i called you judy i just don't understand certain things but when i heard this young lady put it that way to brent kavanaugh i said you know i really don't know if he's got sense enough to understand what she's saying <laughs> no, I just I'm, think, you know, you just can't be single-focused on this. We aren't a country of all one gender. You know, it's women and men, and everyone has uh, individual needs, and they need to be represented. And uh, it, it is a female's body. That's right. And it is a choice that she makes. It doesn't mean everyone has to agree with it or like it, but it is an individual's right. That is exactly right. And uh, we have uh, had a lady told me once, uh, and I may I don't know if I've told this on the air or not, but I'm going to do it now. And she had to have an abortion. She had, she was a young, I think, I'm going to say 16 at the time, maybe 15, maybe younger. Got into some, some trouble in a situation. 
And then, long story short, she aborted the child. This was like 30, 40 years ago. Haunts her to this day. This is not an easy decision. This is not something that, that is taken lightly. And she had talked to her parents about it. Her parents were, you know, what do we want to do here? What do you want to do? She really felt she could not afford to, to have this child, or for whatever reason it was. I don't, you know, I didn't get into that. But this is not anything, Judy, that someone just, oh, I think I'll go get an abortion. It's not, it's, it's not that fast a decision. Absolutely not. I'm sure it's got to be heart-rendering for many people. Uh, women who are married have to make that decision sometimes with their spouse because they may have multiple children and financially they can't afford it. Or maybe there is a fiscal reason that the wife has been told you know, by right. her doctor that she doesn't need to go through childbirth again. And it is a very private decision, but it needs to be made on an individual basis by the individuals affected by it, not all of us who are sitting around deciding mm-hmm. what we right. would do or what we think is best. Oh, I'm glad. I, I, no, I, I don't want to have any part of that decision. And, and not only that, but we don't want to go back to those days where you were having back alley abortions and things that were unsafe and, and putting women in really bad situations. That's exactly right. Um, you know, and, and again, it is a private choice and one that a woman should have the option to choose. But here's the thing. I have always said this, and I'll continue to say it. Any doctor worth their weight at all will tell you at times an abortion is a necessary medical procedure. Correct. It's unfortunate, but it is. It is a necessary medical procedure. I don't understand people that will not listen to to doctors like that. I don't understand that. I mean, I don't guess if you've never had a member of your family, your wife or your daughter that's had to go through that, or your mom or whoever it may be, maybe, and and I haven't, don't get me wrong, I've been knock on we've been very fortunate you know but uh this is a this is not anything that's just done lightly that you just do out here just you know oh by the way i'm, I'm going to get an abortion this week i think you know that's not the case at all and and the other side makes it sound as though you know this is just something you do well when you go to lunch today by the way run by and get an abortion too you know come on man that's well not, i don't think it was it was ever intended to be a type of birth control. That is certainly not something that women would use that for. They would just simply use it in a medical emergency or just a, a family a family decision that they feel like they must make. And it is a private decision. It is not our business. Yes. <clears throat> it's not our business to know that. You know. Really. Right. But uh, we've got a bunch of old Senators and congressmen up there in Washington to feel it's their, I guess, their, their duty to know. And that's what I wondered, too. If a doctor did have to perform an abortion, is that under the Texas law, is he, is he subject to arrest? Because as well, I understood under the law, he is. Haven't really well, it, it appears, yeah, it appears that's what they're trying to get it to that point where anyone who has any part in it whether they're counseling or doing the procedure or whatever, uh, could, you know, be uh, in jeopardy of right. being, losing their license or being arrested or fined or whatever. Yeah, if I even give a, a you know, if we give someone a ride to the yeah. clinic, we can be dragged in under the, the Texas law. It's the most insane thing I've ever heard. 
I don't know what well, people... That's the thing that, yeah, that's the thing that scares me about this being pushed to the st- individual states because right. that's when people don't have the full rights because they can, you know, be um, held accountable in one state and not in another. And it just seems like something this important needs to be at the national level where it's consistent in every state. Right. Right, and I think the Supreme Court has dealt with that many, many times. Of course, there's no doubt about it. Trump has put these three judges on there with the express intention of this coming up, and it's it's already come up, and they're, they're going to they'll render a, uh, a decision in uh, when is it, Judy? In the spring, I, I believe, is when the courts. I think yes, that's decision. what I'm hearing, May or yeah. June. Yeah, and uh, that is going to be people are going to be watching that. But I'm afraid I'm I, I just got to tell you with this bunch. I'm not looking for anything good to come out of that bunch. I'm really not, as bad as I hate to say it. Uh, to be such uh, supposedly such smart people, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but it uh, uh, it, it baffles me as to why this continues to be such a divisive issue that they keep bringing up when there are so many important things they could do, like. If they think that it's so important for women to bear children, then let's make sure we have universal uh, health care. I mean, well, health care, that we have universal pre-K, that we make sure all children are fed and clothed and have proper education. You know, it, it's not just them wanting the baby to be born. They've got to make sure that these children who are born are taken care of and that the programs they need are fully funded. When they start talking about that, then that's when I think people will be listening more. But right now, all they're really talking about is pro-birth. They want the child born, but they don't want any responsibility for taking care of that child after they're born. Well, that's true, too. That's that's the state of Texas. They, they're really concerned about about you until you're born. And after that, they can't wait to throw you in an electric chair and flip a switch. You know, I mean, they're all about, you know, putting people to death down there. Sounds a little odd, doesn't it? It's it's yeah, it's, it's weird. I worry about people like that. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But you always have to also think about the end game, and I'm not even gonna really that that'd be a whole different rabbit hole that we would right. have to go down yeah. through. But there's a reason why they want to do these kinds of things, and you kind of have to think about why would you want to do that? And just looking at the recent census and the shrinking population of certain groups and the increased population of others there's a reason for that and and people make long-term plans and having a ban on abortion is a long-term plan for an opportunity that's presenting itself at this point right yeah i um had a story here and judy this was um let's see here um okay John Williamson, hello. I want to say hi to you. Thank you. Larry Cawthorn, hello. Uh, these are people that are listening to us that listen regularly, and I appreciate it. I'm sure uh, probably Rob Mitchell's out there. Thank you. Um, I'm looking for something here that was sent to me, and I know this is a good one. Um, and uh, Okay, here we go. Yeah, um, Judy, you may have seen this too. Um, all right, here we go. 
uh, a mutual friend of ours, Steve Cates. Have you heard of him, Judy? I know Steve. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Carolyn, you're smiling, so I guess you know him. Uh, we have a senator here, uh, Senator Bowling, files uh, legislation. And, Carolyn, we and you talked about this the other day. Mm-hmm. Legislation challenging the uh, 2020 election results. Um, Senator Bowling, Janice Bowling, uh, apparently she's out of, uh, uh, let's see here, President of Tullahoma. Tullahoma. Tullahoma, Coffee yeah. County. SB 1657, Senate Bill 1657, Tennessee Election Commission, uh, Tennessee Secretary of State Trey Hargett, Verifier Tennessee Elections Act, Vote Act. Now, uh, this is uh, the Tennessee conservative um, that they put this out there. Um, uh, has recently filed the uh, filed the verify our Tennessee Elections Vote Act that requests that the Tennessee Secretary of State and, Sec- and State Election Commission launch an investigation into Tennessee's 2020 election results, including the results of both the congressional and presidential races. And I think it's funny when they do this because it comes back that President Biden got more votes. <laughs> you know, I'll try. They'll try anything. But, Carolyn, you said something about this. This is nothing more than just a lead-up to 2024 is what this is. In my opinion. In my opinion. And that's just my opinion. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing. <clears throat> I, if things don't go the way certain folks want them to go. Right then having the requirement to 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 recount is one of those ways to try to create havoc and opportunity or what have you right um i think this is one of those silly things right we do but Mm -hmm. you know she she has a right to put it out there i mean why you would want to recount 2020 is beyond me but okay Right. But I, I, I think that it leads to what ifs come 2024. I believe so. I think, it's, I think it's, 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 it's a precursor to what they're getting ready for, even in 22 right now. Correct. We've got an election later this year. Judy, your comments, please. Well, I think when you look at the elections held in Tennessee, uh, the people who were happy that they won, why would they want to recall the vote? Because I don't know. they won. And the people they were supporting won. So that's always kind of confused me that people in Tennessee would have that as a concern. But Carolyn and I both, having served on the Rutherford County Election Commission since April of 19, we have witnessed how smoothly the elections have gone. We know that our election administrator, Alan Farley, wants everything to go correctly. It has nothing to do with the partisan election. He wants right. to make sure that the process is intact and that it is held above any question. And everything Carolyn and I think have seen relates to that, that there have not been any problems. Before I was on the election commission, I worked as um, an election a poll worker. I sat at the computers when individual voters came in, and the process is almost proof because if you hand your picture ID to the person sitting there, they're going to pull up your name. They're going to ask your address. 
if it is different from what is on the uh, ID, then you have the opportunity to change that address. If you're not in the system, then you're not allowed to vote. You know, it, it's just so concise that I don't see why people are that concerned about it if the elections have gone as smoothly as at least ours have in Rutherford County. Um, and our election uh, machines are not tied to the Internet. So there's no way that someone could come in and corrupt the system. Right, right. And, you know, and that's another thing, Alan, and I'm going to say this, he has done an excellent job. Yes. And, by the way, Hooper Pinnell's on on the phone, and Hooper used to have that job. And he has sung Alan's praises as well. And he knows that can be a very thankless job at times. And I, I think Alan's done a superb job. Him and his staff, all of them, they are above the fray when it comes to this type of stuff. Yes. You know. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. We're going to put Hooper on, Judy. If you'll hold on with us, please. We're going to go to our last series of breaks. And then we come back. Uh, Judy Whitehill's with us. She's in Arkansas. Carolyn Cox is here with us. And uh, Hooper Penuel's waiting. Hooper, hang on the line, please. I'll be with you here in just about four minutes. Stay with us, folks. Back with you right after this. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.boroughfamilylegal.com. That's Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Mafia Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. 
weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right. Thank you, Jackson. That's our last series of breaks. And our good friend Hooper Peniel's on the line. Jackson, if you'll put him on, please. I know he is chomping at the bit. Hooper, are you there? <laughs> I'm not chomping at the bit. I'm just enjoying the show. It's well, thank you very on. much. I appreciate it. I trust you had a great Christmas and New Year. We did. We had a great Christmas, New Year's. We had the family over for a Christmas Eve breakfast. Oh, And man. then yesterday we had the family over again for New Year's hog jaw, black-eyed peas, oh. turnip greens, and cornbread. Oh, oh man. Yeah. We're man. good for the next year. So everything's out of the way. This snow tonight's not going to be any problem. We're not going to have to worry about this. I don't, right? I don't know. I haven't looked outside, but I saw you get up and go over and look at me to go. Yeah. It looks like the snow is sticking on the windshield. It, it is here in town. I don't know what it's doing everywhere else. You know. Well, now, it's probably coming out here, too, in Las Casas. You know, it, it's, Hooper, uh, we, we, you, yep. you know Judy Whitehill. You can say, I do. You can I'm say hi to her. Hello, well. Judy. Yeah, that's right. You've got two good Democrats on there tonight. That's oh, great. yeah. I know it. And she is yeah. in, uh, where's she at? She's in Arkansas. Arkansas? She's in Arkansas. I'm not sure where. Let me tell you about a thing, that, and I'll, I'll get off of it in a minute. But anyway, when I retired from the Air Force the first time, I had a friend that lived in Gurdon, Arkansas. And we had made arrangements to go out there to go deer hunting right. New Year's Day. It came the biggest snow you've ever seen in my life, and it didn't get to go out there. So every time I look at the deer out here in Las Casas, I think, come on up here. I'm going to feed you corn, and you can just live your life right out here in Las Casas. That's right. Yeah. You don't want it's none of us out there with a rifle, then. You want to you no, leave your deer alone. No, I don't okay. want any hunting out here. Okay. Right. What's on your mind? Yeah. Well, I was just calling to respond to some of the comments that you had about that, that Judy and them had made about the elections being so open here in Rutherford County. It's, 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 they really are. And like she said, we're not connected to the Internet here, at least right. we weren't before I retired in, in 2010. But uh, there, there's no way somebody could could peek in and see how votes or change the votes or, or do do that. But there are a lot of states that are. And the people that lose, the candidates that lose, are normally the ones that file the complaints. Right. And you, when you file a complaint, you've got to have proof. Now, you can go on social media now and you can talk to them about it and you can tell them all this other stuff, but unless you have proof, and you file a complaint within a certain amount of days, there's no way that, 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 that uh, I mean, unless they do have, have proof, then that's fine. They need to do that. Sure. But unless, a lot of people are just doing it to cause havoc right. and to create turmoil and to complete, you know, fear in, in the election process. Well, was that we've not how the guy... Elect, we've got the best election process in the world right here. 
Yeah, and, uh, and, I know, and I know you have uh, sung was, Alan's praises as well because we were just talking a while ago. You had that job at one time, and it can be I a did. very I had thankless it for 10 job. Years. Right. right, I did. And he, I think right. Alan has done a fantastic job. Alan yeah. has done a great job. He has done a great job, and uh, we appreciate his. He used to be on the election commission, right? And for some reason, they pulled him off. And I think that was due to Howard Wall, and I, you know, I don't have anything against Howard Wall. He's passed away. Yeah, Howard. They pulled him off because he was not too complacent. Uh, He 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 didn't complain enough about what the process was. Hmm. Allen did a great job, and he was supportive of the election commission, straightforward. Well, I do know this: he's supportive of the entire process. He was. He was. And and he still is, and he's very serious about it. Even though we had a Democratic majority on, right. on the election, yeah. on the election commission, right. And but it, anyway, uh, it's just one of those things that happens when folks don't get enough votes. They say, "Well, let me see if I can complain, and maybe they'll turn over some votes." Nationally, that's what's going on. They're doing sue. Uh, they're suing, and they're. Uh, it's just prolonging the whole process right. and completing uh, havoc with, with, within the voter electorate, and, and it, it's just not – we just need to get away from that. Well, it's not and healthy the for the country. the only way to get away from that is to elect Democrats back into the power and back, back, back into the election process and fill the offices with elections and get rid of all these complaints and things that are going on that it's just not right. It's not right, Ed. Hooper, what did you think about, I don't know if you heard when I, when I first started, according to Bloomberg News, under President Biden, the United States economy has improved more in his first 12 months than any other president in the past 50 years. Well, Bloomberg is a pretty good source. Right. And I would think that they are right on target. He's uh, President Biden has had a lot to deal with when he came into office. Oh, man. And he's done outstanding job of being the president of the United States. And he's, got, he, he's still doing a lot of things that are appropriate, but he needs the support of the people. He needs the support of people around the world, his allies, and I think we're regaining that. Right. From the last president that was here well, that was in that was in office and and it takes a it takes a while to gain the pro, the confidence of that office right that and we, well like those people for so long exactly. right but hooper you know good and well we've had this conversation our allies were punched in the gut pretty good by trump they were punched in the gut that's right i mean you know, when just just told we're going to tear up agreements and That's we're right. not going to honor this, and we're these are long term agreements that have been hammered out over years, if not decades. And he's bringing and, that back. President Biden is bringing that back in, and it's going to take a little while for that to happen. That he is, and I don't think but he could have got a better Lord vice president. Mercy, you know, we, uh, we, we can't have another four years of what we've had. No. Prior to President no. Biden, I mean, and as far as a vice president goes, I don't think Kamala Harris is any better. I don't think there's any better right now. She's the right woman for you're, the right job at this time. You're absolutely correct, and, and a lot of folks are complaining about she's not enforceful enough. But she's not know, paid she to be enforced. For she's paid. She's paid to work for the president. Right. That's exactly That's what she does. right. And 
and they they're they're on the same sheet of music. And That's exactly right. But they they're are. doing they're doing well. But here in Rutherford County, Democrats brought us to the forefront for the past several years, and now it's turned over to the Republicans. We've got to get back to the normal of where we were when they were when the Democrats were in office. And the only way to do that is to elect Democrats to the office for which they and all office is going to be up for run this next year. Right. It's, it's, yeah. it's time for us to hey give us a chance. Well that's Let what McCarolyn and I are and see what we can do. Right. Well if you that's don't like what, us, get rid of it. Yeah, that's what and Carolyn and Judy and I are doing right now. I wanted to put this together. We're we're trying to get out of the gate first, get out of the gate fast, and put some candidates there out and, there. And we've, you know. we've got two great two great Democrats there that are doing an outstanding job, and we appreciate what they're doing. And uh, we just look forward to a better future in 2022 for not only the Republicans but for the Democrats. The Democrats, we've got to get back to the normal. Yeah, because you have some Republicans, some good people, that they've been sure. in no man's land. Yeah. I mean, they really my have. My father was elected trustee for 16 years by Democrats and Republicans. Right. He had a lot of Republicans that supported him, a lot of friends that were Democrat, uh, that were Republicans. And, 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 and he served honorably in the office of the Rutherford County Trustee's Office, where Ted Beatty is right now. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's, it's, uh, we just got, got to get back to, to where we were years ago and uh, see where we can go. Well, the pendulum always swings, sometimes quickly, it sometimes does. very slowly. This time it's swinging very slowly, but it it's, is coming back. And I'm sitting here. Slowly, and I, you know, I hope it comes back before they put me six feet under the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Hooper Pinyol. Happy yeah. New Year to you, sir. Thank yeah, you so same much. To y'all. Same, same to you, Jude and Carolyn. Y'all be careful. Take Happy care. Year. Okay, okay, bye-bye. Buddy. Thank you. Bye. Hooper Peniel, great supporter. Uh, Judy? I'm, I'm sorry. He mentioned the word confidence, and I just wanted to encourage all the citizens, people who are listening and those who aren't who might uh, want to know more about how the process works at the Election Commission, I would encourage them and invite them mm-hmm. to come to our meetings so that they could begin to understand the process. And we had some uh, visitors one night who came. They had a lot of questions. And Alan stayed more than two hours after the meeting ended so that he could answer all of their questions. So that I want people to know that the process is very open and transparent. And please come to our meetings. They're normally the first Monday of the month. We're not having it tomorrow night because that is a county holiday, but it will be the 10th. Uh, next Monday, but normally it's the first Monday of the month, and I just think if people come and observe and begin to learn about it, they will not have the questions and the anxiety about it. Sure, yeah, and and be you know to show that there's still some things in government here locally that are open and transparent. Right, right. you know, right. Okay. Judy, uh, I thank you so much for agreeing to do this, interrupting your vacation. Tell your your son and daughter and all your family, We, uh, I apologize for intruding on your time. <laughs> but I thank you so much for doing it. We really appreciate you, and please be careful coming home, all right? 
I will. I will. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Ed. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Judy Whitehill joining us tonight from uh, somewhere in Arkansas. And I and she's not in prison. No, she's not. <laughs> Carolyn, what's yes. up this week? You know, there's a lot going on in the month of January. Right. Um, first now, uh, do you have any announcements to be made? I do. Actually, I got three announcements. All right. I'm going to go ahead and let you have them. Okay. First, MLK Walk. That takes place on January 17th. Starts at noon at Central Magnet School, and we've got a new route, and it is going to be all about service. And after the walk, we will be doing some service projects at Patterson. On January 22nd, there's the MOK Breakfast. We'll definitely talk to you about that. We'll be honoring some of our men and women in uniform, as well as uh, some great citizens here in the city. And in that same week, I will be filing petition to run for a city council. So I'm really super excited about that. Carolyn Cox for city council. So yeah, man. we've this done is some another dark another woman in politics, man. We've... This is such a dark <laughs> <laughs> You know I'm kidding you. <laughs> Absolutely. All good, all good. But yes, I will I will good. be making my bid for the run for city council. Now have you ever served in a city council position before? Anything of the or the equivalent thereof? No, I as a county com- as a election commissioner i've served my community right. there um you know and i've been a community outreach community service kind that of person have. and the you know the to me this is the natural progression of how can i serve the people and do even more work for the citizens of rutherford county you're going to try and be back with us next week absolutely i hope so carolyn cox going to be running for murfreesboro city council Hang on, folks. There's hope. There's there's light at the end of the tunnel. There's hope for us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thank you. Uh, let's see. We won't know. Let's see. No. Okay. That'll be the Sunday before the big game. So That's next the Sunday, Sunday before the big game. Yeah. Are you sure you're gonna be able to take time to come up here? I mean, I know you have to get ready and all that. Um, I, I will make time for you, Ed, and I thank look forward you. to it. Miss Carolyn Cox, Judy Whitehill joining us. Hooper Peniel, thank you for calling. Jeff, thank you. All of you. Jackson on the board, great job as usual. For all of us right now, we're going to get out of here and let Bill get in here. For the Emily Raymer Show, I'm Ed Raymer. Have a great week. Talk to you next Sunday. Good night. I'm Rich Schmidt with more 100th anniversary savings from Haynes Bay Hardware. Haynes Bay Hardware has the low prices you depend on for the items you use every day. Right now, four packs of GE LED light bulbs are just 